Happy birthday, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Birthday Podcast with your hosts, Jackie and Dan, the number one podcast on ApplePodcast.com, dedicated to the birthdays you know and love. So without further ado, take it away, Dan. Kermit the Frog here at Fool Jeer. It's the great Dan Daniels coming to you with another exceptional episode of the Happy Birthday Podcast. The Happy Birthday Podcast. The Happy Birthday Podcast. And if you wanted to wish me a Happy Birthday Podcast, you would have to wait until November the 10th. And what about you, my co-host? October 12th. My birthday is September 20th. No one cares. It's, uh, you know, we've made the switch over from Monday morning to Tuesday. Mm-hmm. First thing in the... Happy first... Tuesday, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. I... I know this is bad. I shouldn't even say it, but we could be saying at the, at the end of the show if we're on Tuesdays now. We don't could say, say it. Okay, I shouldn't. It's yeah, a we're gonna get show. the producer's gonna hit the beep button. But I'd be saying. No, I'll that beep we it. Was, I'll beep it. Okay, we could at the end of the show be like, "Wow, that was a great show. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you Tuesday." We also could have been saying, "See you Monday." Come. A missed opportunity there. Maybe we can go back and sort of George Lucas the old episodes and edit us in saying come at the end. After that little fiasco last week with uh, no birthdays on that Monday, we couldn't exactly take that chance again. No. That was crazy. No. If we have another show like that, we're going to be taken off the air for sure. Although the chances of it happening on a Monday again seem quite small. Well, you're not exactly a statistician, are you, Jacqueline? Correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but does this mean next December we'll be able to cover the same birthdays we covered this year? No. Uh, That's well to switch the day. I would also throw my hat in the ring and say that there may be other potential birthday boys and girls on the same days that we didn't cover. Not on some of them. Not on some of the ones we covered. Well, would love a clue right about now. Oh, oh, Jackie, funny you should bring that up. I actually have some clues for you. No way. About a notable man's <laughs> birthday. Always. Hint number one, he's a fella, a jolly good fella, a male man. Born he's on- a mailman? <laughs> we're doing mailmen now. Mail we couldn't do Newman? cricket players, but we're gonna we're doing mail carriers. Okay, I, I have to put this in my notes. Famous mailman. <laughs> a man born pretty much on this day in 1955. What do you, what do you mean, mean pretty much that? on this day? Well, we'll get into that. Okay, 1955. So he's three years older than my mom. Got it. Now he's not from around here. All right. Okay. All right. He's from across the pond. Which pond? The Atlantic Which pond. pond. While he's had a long, successful career, you might say he's a man of few words. Okay. What do you say? What do you say about that? Are you ready to take uh, guess number one? Um, is it Teller from Penn and Teller? No, but you oh. got the right idea. Okay. Also, I don't think he's British. I think he is American. But I, I don't know. I've never sure. heard him say anything before. He's the he got mauled by a tiger. He's dead. No, wrong, <laughs> different guy. One place you would hear him speak is in. Your favorite movie, Jackie, The Lion King. He voices one of the characters? Yes. One of the main characters? Not a main character, no. Not the bird? Oh, if you count, yes, the bird. He voices the bird? 
Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, um. <laughs> Are you talking the old Lion King or the new Lion King? Lion King. The tape. There's two with Who Beyonce. Who voiced the bird? No, 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 If no, Paul no. could just put himself on mute for just a couple minutes. You're being tremendously unhelpful right now, Paul. <laughs> Why are you guessing? Like, There's you two know Lion Kings. I just want him to be specific because people are trying to guess at home. They're going to drive their car <clears throat> wait a minute, wait a minute, traffic. Wait a minute. Guess who I am right now. I kind of want to just take a more of a, a backstage or behind <laughs> the scenes role. What else has he been in? Rat Race. Oh, uh, Mr. Bean. Who is also known as his Christian name of... Charlie Bean. Charlie Bean. <laughs> What's his name? Charlie Bean. Nice work, Jackie. Rowan Atkinson. Happy birthday, Mr. Bean. Well, let me clue you in with a segment that we do every week called The Birthday Bio. Thank of you. Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> okay. Now, strike that last bit, but thank you. Perhaps Rowan Atkinson isn't exactly a household name, but the mere mention of his comedy creation, Mr. Bean, is sure to send every member of every household in the world into raucous hysterics. Rowan Atkinson was born on January 6th, 1955, in the quaint town of Stratson-upon-Pond in jolly old England. Did you say, what? you just said he was born on January 6th? Yeah. So. That was the information that I, and I did diligent research. His birthday is on January 6th. Today's uh, January 5th. Yeah. Um, as we discussed last episode, uh, me and Jackie rely on producer Paul to supply us with the information about which celebrities have the birthdays on certain days. I think he got his wires crossed, got a little mixed up with the new year and switching over to the new day. Today is not Rowan Atkinson's birthday. It's tomorrow. Damn. So he wasn't even born today. No. And whose fault is that? Well, that couldn't be something that would maybe be brought to my attention before we're recording this on January 5th. Perhaps when you gave us the names, we assumed it was... I, yeah, and I was trying to be tasteful about the whole affair because, I mean... Well, I'm two, sorry. Two, I've got a lot two to episodes do. episodes in a row with a pretty disastrous, uh, you know... It's we a big hired. ask for me. I got, I've, I've worked... I just didn't want to bring it up. I was trying to make you look good. Two episodes in a row with a, a, really a, a calamity. Well, I made a mistake. And Fucking sue me. How much time does it take to go th- scroll through the cricket players on onthisday.com and realize longer you know, than you th- longer than you think, smart Alec? Does Ron Atkinson play cricket? Uh, all, right, English, all right, yes. all right, all right, all right. I made a mistake. I'm sorry, everyone. Back to Rowan Atkinson. All right, and let's try to be respectful and not call each other smart Alex. That's a little, it's a little much. Rowan Atkinson was born on January sixth. 1955 in the quaint town of Stratson-upon-Pond in jolly old England. Little is known about young Rowan's early years as he was, by all accounts, a forgettable child. Once the obedient, stammering young lad was grown, he attended the University of Oxford. Followed by a stint at the University of Nottingham, a short spell at King's College in London, finally graduating from the University of Cambridge with a master's degree in electromagnetic biology. Although he was drastically scholastically accomplished, Atkinson was a friendless young man. In an attempt at kickstarting a social life, he joined his university's theater troupe. While it did not lead to any friendships, it was the beginning of Rowan's lifelong love of the stage. He quickly abandoned his career in electromagnetry and began writing and performing comedy sketches for anyone that would give him an audience. After a chance men's room encounter with former Monty Python member Eric Idle, Atkinson was cast in the stage review We Call French Fries Chips. He made such an impression that he quickly landed roles in such BBC comedy series as Not Exactly But Also Only, Bishop Black Pudding, and Excuse Me, But Pardon Me Also. 
1987, Atkinson's career-defining character was born on stage at the Just For Fun Festival in Paris. He abandoned his prepared comedy monologue when, just moments before stepping on stage, he remembered he was in France and could not speak French. At the last minute, he donned a brown tweed jacket and thin red tie and improvised a five-hour pantomime slapstick opus, sending the French audience into vomitous convulsions of laughter. Mr. Bean was born. Over the course of its 12-year, nine-episode run, the Mr. Bean TV series was a runaway success not only in Britain, but the world over. It was not only the series' lack of dialogue that translated well across the globe, but also the fact that men and boys of all cultures delight in laughing at mentally deficient social outcasts. Atkinson parlayed his television success into supporting roles in feature films, as well as a starring role as the titular character in a spoof spy movie, Johnny Come Dangerously. As his profile grew, he ingratiated himself with members of the royal family, even being selected to lead a moment of silence in character as Mr. Bean at Princess Diana's funeral in 1997. Weary of being typecast as a fool for all seasons, Atkinson retired the Mr. Bean character in his controversial 2012 stage show, The Execution of Mr. Bean. In the years preceding, Atkins' personal life took an upswing as he divorced the mother of his children and married a woman young enough to be his granddaughter. A noted car enthusiast, Rowan Atkinson enjoys nothing more than a fast car. In a recent interview with the British automotive magazine Cars, 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 Atkinson remarked, What can I say? I'm a car kind of guy. Here's wishing the great Rowan Atkinson many more years of fast cars, loose women, and side-splitting screwball slapstick. So, Rowan, if you're listening, and I'm sure you are, Happy birthday to you tomorrow. And we wish we could be wishing you a happy birthday on your actual true birthday, but of course, one of us messed up real bad. Oh. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday Rowan. tomorrow. Or listen, as I mean Mr. listen tomorrow. It's just basically it's just you're oh, getting a sneak preview. That, but he's already he's already listened by now. <sighs> Jackie, please send Make us, us a, to a commercial. Don't tell her what to do. I'll tell you what I'm to do. I'm telling you to do whatever you want to do. Right now, I want to take a commercial break. So let's listen to some commercials on a break. All right, guys, this is getting ridiculous. Some of you still aren't using Stamps.com to handle all your postage needs. We've told you before that Stamps.com provides you with all the mailing supplies you can get at the post office at a fraction of the cost. And you know that we here at the podcast use Stamps.com to send out cakes and candles to all of our weekly wildcard call-in guests. But if that's not enough to make you say, peace out, post office, right now, Stamps.com is making a special offer to listeners of the Happy Birthday Podcast. When you use promo code B-Day, you can enter to win an all-expense-paid trip to Washington, D.C. to spend the weekend at the Postmaster General's mansion. That's right. Two fun-filled days under the caring hospitality of Postmaster General Louis DeJoy and his wife Aldona. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to be the belle of the Beltway Ball. The DeJoys will wine and dine you at the swankiest spots our nation's capital has to offer before welcoming you into their bed when the night is done. And if you're lucky, Louis might even show you his vast collection of dismantled mail-sorting machines. Hey! If you hadn't noticed, 2020 is over, and it's time for life to get good again. And the first step to living the good life is to never set foot in another depressing, crowded post office ever again. Do what the Postmaster General himself would do and tell the post office, buy Felicia, and put all your mailing needs into privatized hands. Stamps.com, Stamps.com, that's Stamps.com. You gotta be drinking these, man. You're drinking the wrong tea. I say it every week, but I mean, come on. I don't know if you... The, the listeners can't see, but I'm holding up a can of Monster Rehab, Orange Aid Energy. Now, this is only 25 calories a can. It's a black can, pretty sleek, and you don't have to pay deposit on it, which is actually a great deal. Why is that? What's what's the deal with the deposit <clears throat> situation? No carbonation. It's a flat, completely warm drink. flat. 
Well, it's warm because I I can't drink cold stuff because of my I have rotten teeth. Ah, does it have? Because of all the monster you drink. Well, I drink the warm. I drink the monster warm. And we are back. I got to be honest with you. I do have zero clues for you. Um, well, I got to be honest with you. I need more than zero clues. So let me give you some context and see if we can pull some clues out of it. It's a man who was born tomorrow in 1946. He's an English rocker, an English guitar player. It's an all Brit special this week. Is it inventor of the blues, Jimmy Page? No, it is not. Was this gentleman, uh, he's a member of a successful band? Big time. He was the founder of a very successful band were if they I can complete did, your thought they, in they, the 1960s 1960s mm-hmm. when we say guitar player would, would 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 he be the type of guy that's like that he's a that guy plays guitar or is it sort of no. means to an end in like a songwriter kind of way this is a man who was more a guy who wrote really successful music and then kind of got on stage had a guitar strapped around him and just kind of walked around. Yeah. He was doing a lot of drugs. You would not see him on the cover of Guitar One. No, is he that and young? Yeah, they didn't really let him stay in the band either. They were like... I mm. Before you were even going to say that, I was going to yeah. guess the guy is named Side Barrett. Side Barrett is Barrett. tomorrow's JGF. Sid wow. Barrett. Wow. Roger nice work, Keith, Sid Barrett. Yes. And, and then Jackie, that, that's super interesting. Say that one more time. Roger Keith, Sid Barrett. Sid is his nickname. Roger is his Christian name. And he had like two other British rock and roll names ahead of his nickname. Roger Keith. And the other guy in his band was named Roger, but his name was actually George. And then um, David Gilmore is actually born as Ringo Estevez. (laughs) I'm cutting that out. It's the funniest, <laughs> funniest thing of the whole hour and 18 uh, minutes. You're cutting it so out. so mad. Whenever you get me like that, Paul gets really mad. Hashtag Ringo Estevez. <laughs> All right. Well, it's kind of a theme then. You know, we had uh, Mr. Bean and Sid Barrett, just a couple of British kooks. Yeah. A couple of full-blown nutters, as they would say. Um, yeah. And I found out a bunch of things I didn't really know. I mean, so he's kind of... the. He's like a, you know, kind of a recluse, or he was, rest in peace. Yes, was. Yeah, I believe he uh, he died alone in a <laughs> modest apartment. Yes. Um, overweight and bald. Hey. Paul. Yes. <laughs> Shout out my overweight and bald gang. Well. Can we move on and talk yes, about please, I'm so, I'm the sorry. sad yes. story of the Prince of Psychedelia? It is sad. Um, yeah. And I really don't Kinda like... funny, l- but sad. It's not. I don't like learning about musicians and rock stars. It's always just, like, horrible. Um, and this Correct story is wrong. no different. Okay. I'll, I'll stop interrupting. I'll let you. Well, okay. So, back some backstory. Roger Keith Sid Barrett, born tomorrow, January 6th, <laughs> 1946, was the guitarist and one of the founding members of English rock band Pink Floyd. He wrote most of their early material, and he was called an oh, innovative... I got a bike, you can ride it if you like. Hey, yeah. let her talk. Thank you. You're welcome. 
I was just trying to put the music in so you wouldn't have to edit it in later. Yeah, but you're going to get us dinged. Don't do that. Just let her speak. He was called an innovative guitarist for using extended techniques. And for those not familiar, extended techniques is a euphemism that musicians use for playing guitar incorrectly. He was known for using feedback, echo, etc. One of his trademarks was playing his guitar through an old echo box while sliding a Zippo lighter, not to be confused with Zeppo, up and down the fretboard to create that mysterious sound that became associated with Pink Floyd. Barrett is best known for his psychedelic-induced live antics, such as wandering around on stage during shows, not playing his guitar, or incorrectly singing lyrics. He would introduce songs with inappropriate puns, like when he introduced a new B-side by saying, This is our latest interstellar overdrive, off the record diaper at the gates of prawn. According to Pink Floyd co-founder and bassist George Roger Waters, Roger Keith Sid Barrett came to what was to be their last practice session with a new song he had dubbed Have You Got It Yet? The song seemed simple enough when he first presented it, but it soon became impossibly difficult to learn. They eventually realized that while they were practicing it, Barrett kept changing the arrangement. He would then play it again with the arbitrary changes and sing Have You Got It Yet? Eventually, they realized they never would. Barrett did not contribute material to the band after 1968, when the group officially announced Barrett was no longer a member. Due to a non-fatal overdose on psychedelics early in life, Barrett was now out of the band and unable to return to a society that shunned people who overdosed on psychedelics. After departing the band, he quickly removed himself from the spotlight and became a social recluse. Sid Barrett decided to redirect his focus towards his first passion of writing. Without a band to write for, and with a grip of failed solo albums under his belt, he turned to the next logical outlet, children's storybooks. Many say Barrett was a ghostwriter for popular children's author Ted Geisel, aka Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. Clues throughout the Seussical classics, such as Green Eggs and Ham and One Fish, Two Fish, Red Fish, Blue Fish, lead Mega Floyd fans to believe Sid was involved in the writings. Clues such as, if you arrange the words from the first stanza of Green Eggs and Ham, you get Sid, Sid, oh I stand, Sin stand Sid, Sid was here, and the color-coded fish in One Fish, Two Fish correspond to the pills that Barrett would often ingest, red, blue, and yellow, each respectively for uppers, downers, and diuretics. After his death in 2006, Barrett's private collection of his unpublished children's books were released under the collection title, Not For Children. The writings all have the common theme of bloodlust, the uncontrollable urge to kill or maim others. There are very few of these that I could read on air since this is a family show, but I will share some excerpts from a few of the more mild books. I think I had one of those when I was a kid though. Really? Yeah, well, yeah. You might remember this one. Um, This is from volume one of Not For Children, the title Mandy's Greedy Guts. Oh, still I sit day and night while Mandy she runs around with Bill and Gill and Willie and still I sit while she takes the pound. A train they run on her. Oh dear, she yells. I hear her from down the hall. Sit and I'll wait as long as it takes till they leave and I've got in her gall. I'll rip her guts open, so greedy and bruised, her eyes are wide open to see. My love for dear Mandy can never be taken from me, from me, from me. Yikes. Yeah, that was Mandy's Greedy Guts. 
Um, do you want to hear another one? I There's mean, one more. This is the product of a disturbed mind, but yeah, if we're going through the, you, the archives, go. If you yeah. prepared it's, another one, it's up one, for yeah. debate. I mean, yeah, I, I appreciate yeah. you reading it in the proper accent as well. Well, it doesn't rhyme otherwise, so. Mm. Um, I would go this harder on it if anything. From Volume Nine of Not for Children, foraging for foreigners, and it goes like this: Time and again, life taken from them whilst picking up rocks at the shore. Tourists from abroad thinking they're safe, lying for comfort, I'm sure. For they must know now the dangers they face being on my side of town. I can't disappoint, I'll forage for sport, these foreigners on holiday now. I'll pick up a rook, just as they do, examine it for quite some time. Then whilst they bend over to pick up a rock, I'll fasten mine right to their spine. The rock I will take, the back I will break. It's quite easy now, you'll agree. If you want to, my friend, come pick rocks, and then together we'll bash spines you and me. Wow. Yeah, no. You know, it's too bad he's not alive today, because it sounds like he would have been a big Brexit kind of guy. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, and note, happy Brexit, everyone. Happy birthday happy. tomorrow, heavenly birthday. To the yes. genius Sid Barrett. The innovative guitar songwriting genius Sid Barrett. Mm-hmm. The world is a better place for you have you having been in it, and it's an even better place for you having exited it. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Sid. Happy birthday, Sid. On that note, well, not on that note, because I a different note. <laughs> on a note, <laughs> we do need to take a quick commercial break because our throats are getting dry. We're all getting a little bit tired. We need to go to the bathroom. We'll be back. I do. Actually, I actually have to go to the bathroom. Okay, we'll be back. Jackie, you have to go to the bathroom? I'm going to hold it. Okay. Hey there, Jolly Good Fellows. Jackie from the Happy Birthday Podcast here with an amazing offer from our friends at Tushy. Tushy brand bidets are the number one fecal removal tool on the market, and I'm here to tell you why. And how do I know? Well, because I'm a Tusher. I've been using my Tushy bidet for a few months now, and I gotta tell you, I am feeling fresh. I suffer from IBS, which means frequent and often very urgent trips to the bathroom. And the worst part, toilet paper. Either I'm constantly running to grab a fresh roll with my pants around my ankles, or I'm sat on the pot fresh out of squares with hot liquid shit dripping down my crab and splashing back up into it. When I finally decided to invest in a tushy, my life forever changed. No more reaching for expensive and toxic rolls of toilet paper. Now I can go number two without worrying about the devastating aftermath. I simply turn on my tushy bidet and spray the mess away. Sure, it takes some getting used to, and yeah, the spray covers everything with microparticles of shit that gets blasted with high-pressure untreated water from the toilet's water main, but once you get the hang of it, you'll never go back. If you're like me and you eat lots of sugary sweets, you probably have frequent sticky shits that leave smears in your underwear even after the most vigorous wiping. Your hemorrhoids hang out of your anus from years of struggling to push the soft, mushy excrement out. Well, with Tushy, you can get into even the tightest of sphincter folds. Just turn up the dial to the maximum pressure and do a little move I like to call the super spreader. Spread your seat to either side and let the high-powered jet of water do all the work for you. Then just spend 5 to 13 minutes waiting for all the water to dry off your bottom and you're good to go. So what's the deal? I'll tell you. Buy your first Tushy today with code JGF2001 and our friends at Tushy will sign you up for the all-new undercarriage system. The ANUS is a groundbreaking technology that brings telehealth and your home toilet together with a mini 4K toilet cam that monitors your bowel movements and sends the video directly to your healthcare provider. 
The camera comes already discreetly installed in each Tushy bidet, but only those signed up for the ANUS will be monitored. So sign up today for better health and get a happier Tush. And don't forget to use code JGF2001 at checkout. If you had an infected hair follicle on a very sensitive part of your body. Oh, your pubes. And the hair wasn't poking out. How would you get it out? You just, I told you, you. You brought this up to me the other day privately. Would you cut it you need open? To do a, no, you need to do a hot no. compress. That's what I was going to say. Hot compress, squeeze. How does the hair come out? It just gradually, the it the hot you compress gotta, brings the stuff to the surface and it gradually works its way out. You got to get I've the pus. It is I've, deep beneath the surface. I have had I a lot of... I have had a lot of inflamed, weird shit on my body over the years. The thing I can send you a picture. I took a picture with my macro camera. So, okay. If you want to post that on the Instagram, so the fans can maybe have a. Phone's ringing. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, my name is Greg. Uh, I'm calling from Portland, Oregon. Uh, Greg, I am here. This is producer Paul with the Happy Birthday Podcast crew. Um, I've got a little bit of trivia for our wild card segment, and I would love it if you had the time tonight to guess uh, maybe what the answer is. Yeah, let's do it. I'm excited. All right. So how does this work? Do I do I? You just ask me one question. I answer it best of my abilities. That are prized. Do I have lifelines? No lifelines. I might ask you a series of questions, but only one of them uh, really with any importance to it. Okay. (laughs) Got it. Got it. Okay, good. All right. So without further ado, uh, here we go. On this day in 1943, we lost this great American agricultural scientist famous for studying the peanut at the unbearably old age of 81. (laughs) Now, this is the inventor of the peanut, and he died in 1943. In 1943. Oh, God. Um, the Mr. Peanut. The Mr. Peanut. Oh, no, <laughs> come on. I need you to think about... Uh, it's not a cartoon, but it's a, ma- a human man. A human man. Okay, okay. Um, 1943, agriculture, peanut. I don't get... There's no. There's not multiple choice or anything. No, Dan, can you help him along? There's got to be something I'm maybe not saying here. He, uh, his name, he shares, uh, first and middle name with a president of the United States. Oh my God. He's also a black man, if that helps. And a president of the United States? Well, he had to share a part of his name with a president of the United States. Oh my God. Something Barack, Barack something. (laughs) You're th- uh, go the other way. You you want older? What is? Well, it's the only black president of the United States. No, 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 no. He was no. The Peanut Man was black, but the president that he's named after was a white man, and one of the whitest presidents we ever had. His no. Uh, his initials are G W C. This man invented W C. Invented peanut butter in the peanut. You can Google it. Yeah, you can Google it because we've never had anyone not get the answer. So. <laughs> You're allowed one lifeline. George Washington Carver. Yes! yes! George Washington Carver. Okay. George Washington Carver. I wanted to say George Washington with the initials, but I didn't realize. Yeah. George Washington Carver. Okay. Got it. Well, it's, you know, next time someone asks you this question, you're going to know it right away. I'm going to have I it. I didn't yep. know. I got it. So now I have another question for you. I want to ask you about celebrities who died on their birthdays. Oh. <laughs> who died on their birthday. Yep, okay. name one. All right. Hopefully this 
Name one celebrity who died on their birthday. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Who is it? Name one. One celebrity that died on their birthday. That's it. Um, it. I think name one. I'm gonna say uh, William Shakespeare. Hey! Oh, wow. Hey! Very good. Billy S. Nice work, man. All right, I got one. Wow, Greg, it's been it's been a pleasure. Um, it's been a delight. Send him two magnets. Okay. And then we'll go ahead and we're going to send you a big old box of stuff in the mail. Perfect. I love magnets. I'm ready. All right. Well, that's well, uh, that's it. We got to get going. We got a lot of other stuff to get to tonight, but we just want to say thank you so much, Greg. Um, and uh, we'll be talking to you again. We're, uh, we do this every week, so maybe we'll call you again next week. <laughs> Sounds great. Thank you both very much. All right. Good night. Thanks, thank Greg. you. Wow, that was great. That was great. That was really that good. That was great. He got it. Thank you, Greg. Big shout out to Greg McGuire and his deep knowledge of the original George W. George Washington Carver. <laughs> and I can't. we can't believe he got the George W. Carver. We can't believe he got William Shakespeare. <laughs> I didn't know either of those. That's correct, correct. Just going in cold, too. No hints. I guess name one is kind of a hint, but... Um, Can we please well, end the show? I would love to go. <laughs> <laughs> We've all had a lot of fun. We've all had a lot of uh, serious reflection on some of these people. But Sid Barrett, rest in peace. Mr. Bean, mm-hmm. rest in peace whenever you die, which might not be that long from now. No. And George Washington Carver, we love your butter. Some of us are allergic to it, but we love your butter. Um, thank you to Paul for never speaking over me. And thank you to you, Jolly You're welcome. And thank you to you, Jolly Goodfellows and listeners. Um, follow us on Instagram. We are at HBDPOD, hashtag JGF gang, hashtag, what else we got here? Hashtag Rowan's birthday bio, hashtag dumb, <laughs> dumb Alec gang, hashtag epic fail, hashtag Ringo Estevez. All right, Zeppo heads, we'll see you on Instagram. <laughs> We're going to be posting on there a lot, a lot coming a up. A lot. Probably and Greg, Monday we night. will talk to you next week. Yeah. Expect that cake in the mail. Don't let it sit out too long. You're going to get ants in your house. <laughs> Okay. See you next Tuesday. Uh, hold on. Do it one more time. See you next Tuesday.